Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. But wind chill factors in the 30s, mainly clear and cold overnight as winds settle down. We're in the 20s by early tomorrow morning, partly to mostly sunny on Friday, around 40 degrees. Could see a wintry mix at the onset of our winter storm early Saturday morning before transitioning to all rain. Little or no accumulation for the metro area. Could be looking at snow accumulating west of I-81. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Clouds in 40 degrees. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's top news, live, local, 24-7. This hour of news is sponsored by Lido Pizza. Lido Pizza never cuts corners. Good afternoon, I'm Mark Lewis. Coming up, the final report is out from the NTSB on a metro train derailment from 2021. In 15 minutes, we'll dig into the details with NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss. Few details so far from police after a shooting at a school in a small Iowa town. Wall Street, the Dow is up 123 points at 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by O'Reilly Auto Parts. I'm Monica Ricks. It is still unclear exactly how many people were injured at a high school in Perry, Iowa this morning, where a teenage shooter opened fire on multiple people. Correspondent Pat Milton talked to law enforcement. The suspect is dead, and the suspect is being described as uh, someone who is a teenager born uh, in 2006. This has been a nightmare for parents. KCCI reporter Bo Bowman talked to a woman who raced to campus. She got a text from her daughter who was at work and said, Mom, I'm safe. And that's all it said. She responded, why? And the daughter said, shooting. She's, the mother told me that was one of the hardest text messages she's ever had to read. She responded, where? The daughter said, the school. We are just four days into the new year, and the White House says we have to do something. In San Antonio, Texas, a father and son have been arrested for the murder of a pregnant 18-year-old, Sergeant Washington Moscoso. The father answered the door. He knew why the police were there. Through interrogating the individuals, based on what they said, there was enough information there to get a warrant signed to charge Christopher with capital murder and Ramon with abuse of a corpse. Another airstrike in Iraq has killed a high-ranking Iranian commander. CBS's Kimmy McCormick has a story. The airstrike took place in central Baghdad, according to Iraqi officials. It comes as Israel's war with Hamas continues, and Iranian-backed militias have stepped up attacks on bases housing U.S. troops in Iraq and Syria. Republicans in Congress have announced impeachment proceedings against Homeland Security Secretary Alejandro Mayorkas over the worsening migrant crisis at the southern border. Mayorkas responded on CBS Mornings. There are bipartisan negotiations ongoing now. Republican and Democratic senators are at the table to discuss how the broken immigration system should be fixed. But for now, both sides are deadlocked. Believe it or not, air traffic wasn't bad during the holidays. Our Linda Kenyon talked to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg. Despite the sheer volume of flyers, Secretary Buttigieg says the cancellation rate was down. The Sunday after Thanksgiving was the highest number of U.S. passengers on getting on airplanes ever recorded. And the cancellation rate that day was well under one half of one percent. That's compared to the 2022 holiday season with cancellations of more than eight percent. 
percent. And we are still watching a winter weather system, but it's a mixed bag now on how it'll impact major cities along the East Coast. Philly and New York still set to get heavy snow, but it looks like more areas will get freezing rain. This is CBS News. Think O'Reilly Auto Parts for all your car care needs. Get the parts and service you need fast from the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts. TOP January 4th, 2024. Cloudy skies on the cold side with 41 in DC. Good afternoon. I'm Sean Anderson. And I'm Ann Kramer. Our top local story this afternoon. It has been several years since a blue line train derailed in Arlington. And today, the National Transportation Safety Board is out with its final report into how it happened and why. WTOP's Mike Marillo tells us the federal agency has some tough words for Metro when it comes to the derailment near Arlington back in October of 2021. It was a derailment in which no one was hurt and 187 passengers were forced to evacuate the train. NTSB Chair Jennifer Hammondy says it was also a derailment that could have been prevented. Shortcomings in WMATA's internal communications in its recognition of hazards its assessment of risk from those hazards and its implementation of corrective actions are all evidence of an ineffective safety culture within the organization. She says Metro knew about the problem with the new 7000 series trains, which involved wheels spreading too wide on the axle as early as 2017 and even issued a solution. But only new rail cars got the fix, not existing ones. When it comes to the wheel sets, the MTSB says Metro should have had a better plan to monitor and fix at risk rail cars, but didn't. After the derailment, all 7000 series cars were removed from the tracks and new wheel sets added and the cars are being returned one by one. In responding to the report, Metro says it is confident in its plan of action to replace the wheel sets and says it expects the rail car maker Kawasaki to foot the bill for what it calls a defect. In a statement to WTOP, Kawasaki says it just followed Metro's order when it comes to how the wheel sets were done and any suggestion that the company should absorb the cost of what it called WMATA's own failures is not rooted in reality. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. Now in 15 minutes, we will dig deeper into the NTSB findings with NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss. 205, all right, are you ready for some winter weather? It is supposed to be headed our way on Saturday. The forecast's calling for a wintry mix for our region of snow and rain. And that forecast has some electric companies in our area getting the message out about how you can be ready. Local power companies hope you'll download their phone apps to easily report a power outage. Charge all your devices. Peggy Fox with Dominion says that includes your phone, tablet, and laptop. And you might want to charge your battery chargers as well. Make sure if you have flashlights that the batteries are ready to go. Chuck McDade with Pepco. And we recommend having them on each level of your home. And never, ever use a generator inside a garage or anything like that. That can be deadly. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Virginia State Police busy this afternoon investigating a handful of crashes along I-66. State Police say the first one happened around 6.30 last night in the westbound lanes. Involved three cars. It was a chain reaction crash. A second crash involving another three cars happened again along the westbound lanes of the interstate, this time near the exit for Nutley Street. Investigators say a tow truck that had showed up to the original three-car pileup was then rear-ended by an SUV, The SUV then spun out and hit a pickup. 
The SUV driver died at the hospital. The tow truck driver is expected to survive. In Arlington County, a man is in the hospital after police say he was hit by an out-of-control SUV that crashed into a bank. It happened next to the Pentagon City Metro Station entrance just after 7 last night. Police investigators say initially it appears the driver of the SUV ran off the road and onto the sidewalk before hitting the person and crashing into the closed bank branch. The man who was hit has what are considered serious injuries. The SUV driver was not injured. The investigation goes on. Well, how about this? Students in Prince George's County are learning hockey firsthand from one of the region's top sports teams. WTOP's John Doman tells us that program is now expanding. Students here at Capitol Heights Elementary got a firsthand demonstration with the new gear, learning a sport their principal, Shauna Berry, admits they might not have much exposure to, but can learn a lot from. In the grown-up world, you have to be able to work with people. So being able to do that and do it well is a skill that they would learn um, as part of a team, a hockey team. And we were really looking at how do we grow both diversity of the forms of the sport, the different uh, ways to play the game, and then diversity of the people that are playing the game as well. Peter Robinson's the director of youth hockey development for the Capitals. By the end of the month, this gym hockey gear will be in every elementary and middle school in the county, putting sticks in the hands of over a million students around the DMV since this started a decade ago. In Capitol Heights, John Dome in WTOP News. Coming up in money news after traffic and weather. A record for D.C. rent. I'm Jeff Glabel. 208. Michael and Son's heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Son. Traffic and weather on the 8s. We say good afternoon to Dave Dildine. He's in the traffic center. Good afternoon. It's a calm, subdued Thursday afternoon on the roads. It's overcast, so that tracks. Just a couple of work zones in the way. What we're used to on the Beltway in McLean. Enter an outer loop near Georgetown Pike. Right lane blocked, but picking up right now on the outer loop and reopening that lane. 95 southbound, slow near Fairfax County Parkway, but ahead the work zone should be clear. And without further delay toward Prince William and Stafford County. Northbound, all lanes are open this time. 66, good inside and outside the Beltway. 395 southbound near Sherlington. A lane blocked for the bridge rehab, but just a brief delay. In Maryland, on the Beltway, Interloop near Central Avenue, police are working a crash on a shoulder. Outer Loop, the work zone is clear. BW Parkway, just a little heavy northbound near Goddard. 270, fair from Rockville to Frederick. 50, no major incidents between the Beltway and the Bay Bridge. Want to test an electric car? Plug it to fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ioniq, or Toyota BZ4X. At fitsmall.com, that's the Fitz way. I'm Dave Dildine, WTLP Traffic. All right, let's go to 7 News First Alert meteorologist Steve Rudin. A mix of sun and clouds for the remainder of the afternoon. It will be on the breezy side, so that means wind chill factors in the 30s with actual air temperatures in the 40s. For this evening, we'll clear things out. Winds will settle down. Temperatures in the 20s by early tomorrow morning. Partly to mostly sunny on your Friday. Highs around 40 degrees. A lot of attention being paid to Saturday. We are looking at a winter storm that's going to bring perhaps a wintry mix of the onset for the metro area, quickly transitioning to all rain, and then we could be looking at accumulating snow in the mountains. It's a fast-moving weather maker. It arrives here during the morning. It's out of here by evening, and we'll look for quieter conditions on Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We have clouds right now, 44 in Alexandria, 41 in Columbia, 43 in Penn Quarter, all brought to you by Long Fence. Save 25% on decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest. Conditions apply. Go to longfence.com. WTOP's Money News at 10 and 40 past the hour. And let's say hello to Jeff Claybaugh. The rapid drop in mortgage rates may be on hold for now. Freddie Max's the average rate on a 30-year fix actually rose just a bit this week, 6.6%. 
It is the first time mortgage rates have risen in 10 weeks. It's also still almost 1.5 percentage points lower than 30-year rates averaged in October. The number of electric vehicles eligible for the tax credit of up to $7,500 has been cut in half this year to just 13 models. New rules exclude the tax credit from vehicles that use battery components made by Chinese manufacturers. Rent is high in D.C., but this takes the cake. The Washington Business Journal says a mansion on Fox Hall Road has just rented for $55,000 a month to an unnamed embassy. That is a rental record in D.C. The 14,000-square-foot mansion does have three kitchens and a ballroom. The Dow is up 115 points. The S&P 500 is down just a point. The Nasdaq's down 33 points. Jeff Clable, WTOP News. Families in poverty are facing a global food crisis. $50 provides a food kit to feed a family for a month. Just text the word radio to 97646. Coming up, the NTSB final report on the 2021 Metro train derailment is now out. We will go into the details with NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss. It is 2-12. We all hear the radio ads about the IRS. They tell you to be afraid, to be scared, and they try to frighten you into calling. I'm not here to do that. Tax Relief Advocates is different. TRA is here to tell you that if you owe money to the IRS, whether it's 5000 50000 or 500000 we have a solution. It doesn't matter if you're sitting in your car, at work, or with your kids. No matter where you are, call now. 800-575-1794. Don't lose hope. TRA can eliminate or reduce what you owe to the IRS. There is zero risk to you. If we can't reduce your tax debt, then you pay nothing. Our passion is taxes and helping individuals fix their IRS problems. We have a five-star rating on Google and Yelp and an A-plus with the Better Business Bureau. You don't need to be afraid of the IRS any longer. End your tax nightmare today by visiting us online at TRA.com or call 800-575-1794. That's 800-575-1794. Tax Relief Advocates. Real solutions for real people. This new year, get started on your next success with University of Maryland Global Campus. Apply by February 12th and we'll waive your application fee. An accredited state university, UMGC offers online and hybrid classes while giving you a head start on 2024. Earn up to 90 credits toward a bachelor's for prior learning and experience or transfer up to 12 credits toward a master's. Pay no application fee if you apply by February 12th. Learn more at umgc.edu. Certified to operate by Chef. Does managing your health care feel like a full-time job? Bounced from one doctor to the next? All the forms, the bills, the not a bills, the... Press 4 to repeat these options. Does health care have to be this way? At Kaiser Permanente, all of us work together to make health care easier. And with integrated care and coverage, all you have to do is focus on your health. Learn more at kp.org, Kaiser Permanente, for all that is you. Kaiser Foundation Health Plan of the Mid-Atlantic States Incorporated, 2101 East Jefferson Street, Rockville, Maryland, 20852. Later this hour, the car of the year has been unveiled. We'll tell you which one's won the big award. Keep it here on WTOP for the latest. Hi, I'm Patricia Farrick, president of FEC Bank. We are a community bank serving businesses of all sizes, from Baltimore to D.C. to Northern Virginia and all areas in between. You owe it to yourself and your business to discover the many convenient online options FEC Bank offers its customers. You need a customer-focused bank. Visit fvcbank.com. 
That's FECBank.com. Member FDIC. Did you make a New Year's resolution to finally get rid of that car you don't need? Start the year off right and donate it to Melwood today. Donating is free, fast, and easy. And it helps your community by supporting Melwood's job training programs for people with disabilities. To learn more, call 1-877-MELWOOD today or visit melwood.org forward slash radio. That's melwood.org forward slash radio. Washington's top news, WTOP. Facts matter. 215, I'm Ann Kramer. And I'm Sean Anderson. Thanks for being with us. Final report on the 2021 Metro train derailment along the Blue Line near Arlington is complete. And the federal agency says, the NTSB that is, says Metro is responsible for the derailment that happened in a tunnel between Roslyn and the Arlington Cemetery stations. NTSB chair Jennifer Hammondy says Metro knew about the wheel issue that caused the derailment. This incident, and I say this often, is was 100% preventable. There are no accidents in transportation. There were no injuries. The 187 people on the train were able to get off. The 7,000 series rail cars involved were pulled by Metro after the derailment. Metro says it is working to replace the wheels on those cars. Well, joining us live to talk about uh, this report and understand it better, NBC Trans- NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss, a WTOP alum. Adam, good, great to have you back. Thank you. Always good to come home, Sean. Uh-huh. Any surprises from this NTSB final report for you? Well, I think what you guys set up there at the beginning was really interesting. The fact that Metro had known about what they're called, what they're calling wheel migration issues. Uh, in other words, in layman's terms, the fact that some of the wheels on their rail cars could move outward and come off the tracks back in 2014. Then in 2015, Metro actually commissioned a study which told them that this was happening Yet in the meantime, that was with Metro's old rail cars that they were finding that. In the meantime, they were producing these brand new 7,000 series rail cars that we all see out on the tracks. And they didn't change specifications until after that report. So basically, Metro accepted all of these 7,000 series rail cars that were new with the old specifications that were telling them that you could have these wheel migration issues. And it wasn't until much later on that Metro changed the specifications. But by that time, they had received about 66% of their 7,000 series rail cars. So they had more than half of the Metro fleet rolling around knowing that there were these potential wheel issues with the 7,000 series rail cars. Of course, what's happening now is they're going back and they're fixing the wheels on all of the 7,000 series rail cars. Adam, so what's the reaction from Metro and Kawasaki, the maker of the rail cars this afternoon? Are they saying anything about the fact that this all first happened or at least came to light in 2014 about these wheels? Yeah, well, and this is about to get really ugly between Metro and Kawasaki. I've talked to both sides today. Uh, Metro basically saying that, you know, That was previous management where all of this stuff happened. And Metro General Manager Randy Clark um, was actually praised by the NTSB today for identifying this issue, you know, going in and saying what they're going to do to address the issue. You know, don't don't forget those 7000 series trains. They're out there on the tracks right now. You might take a ride on one tonight. Um, So but Metro has a plan in place to measure the wheels. And now they're going to, of course, as I mentioned before, go and fix all the wheel sets on all of the rail cars. But 
the question is, who is responsible here? Because Metro's blaming Kawasaki, saying that the manufacturer of the rail cars, saying that they should have caught this specification. There was something in there. They've actually issued Kawasaki a defect letter, which basically puts the hook on Kawasaki to pay for all of the fixes here. Meanwhile, Kawasaki is saying Metro did not clearly communicate the change in specification, basically that they had to press the wheels on these rail cars at a higher force. It's all very technical stuff, but there's a lot of finger pointing going on here, and I wouldn't be surprised if you see Metro and Kawasaki end up in a courtroom. Ooh, so it ain't over until it's over, huh? No, not at all. And more than likely, Sean, what happens here is you get some sort of settlement um, you know, between the two sides. But don't forget, this is important because these are the things that Metro has to find out as it goes forward. They're in the process of ordering the next generation of rail cars, the 8,000 series rail cars. So Metro has to learn everything it can from this incident. And as you guys mentioned at the very beginning of this, they are very lucky. That train derailed three times in one day and then actually re-railed itself back on the tracks twice. They're very lucky that no one was hurt in any of this. All right, Adam, thanks much. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. NBC4 transportation reporter Adam Tuss. Over to traffic and weather we go. Dave Dildine in the traffic center. All righty, not bad on the roads. Pretty tranquil on this Thursday. The work zones we're used to in McLean on the Beltway. Inner outer loop near Georgetown Pike. Right lane blocked, but not for much longer. Out of Old Town, slow southbound on Route 1 Henry Street. Beyond Duke Street, single file getting by. 95 south of Newington. The work zone is clear. 395 southbound near Sherlington. Bridge work still blocking the right lane. Maryland, Beltway, not bad. Inner loop, little slow near Central Avenue. Police are working a crash on a shoulder. And coming out of Hagerstown, eastbound on 70, getting uh, by the remains of the tractor-trailer fire. It was a hay truck fire beyond exit 35 Boonesboro. One left lane is getting by slowly. A girl in Kenya dreams of becoming a doctor. An elder in Guatemala dreams of being part of a community. Reach out and change their world, and it will change your own. Unbound.org. I'm Dave Dildine, WTOP Traffic. 27 News First Alert Meteorologist Steve Rudin. As we move through the remainder of the afternoon, a mix of sun and clouds, it's going to feel chilly out there with gusty winds actual highs in the 40s but wind chill factors in the 30s mainly clear and cold overnight as winds settle down we're in the 20s by early tomorrow morning partly to mostly sunny on friday around 40 degrees could see a wintry mix at the onset of our winter storm early saturday morning before transitioning to all rain little or no accumulation for the metro area could be looking at snow accumulating west of i-81 i'm seven news meteorologist steve rudin in the first alert weather center right now we have some sunshine clouds mixed in it is 43 degrees at Dulles, 42 at Reagan, 39 degrees in Northwest D.C. Well, coming up on WTOP, how a tween beat a big-time game, 221. Hey, Washington, D.C., are you looking for new ways to save this new year? Well, you don't need to be on a family plan to get the best deals. Switch to Verizon and get a $200 Verizon gift card when you join with one line. And get a phone on us with Select Trade-In and Unlimited Ultimate. There's never been a better time to switch to the network America relies on. But this offer won't last forever. So switch now to get a $200 gift card and a phone on us with Select Trade-In and Unlimited Ultimate. A better plan to save is Verizon. Visit your local Verizon store today. $999.99 device payment or full retail purchase with new smartphone line on unlimited ultimate plan required per phone. $200 Verizon e-gift card with port in per line. Less $1,000 trading slash promo credit applied over 36 months. Promo credit ends if eligibility requirements are no longer met. 0% APR. 
Cabinet Discounters, we truly love what we do. Transforming kitchens, bathrooms, basements, any room. Creating new ways to help you achieve your vision. And all within your budget. Visit one of our seven showrooms. Sit down with an experienced designer and build the kitchen or bathroom of your dreams. Call or go online today and schedule a free consultation at CabinetDiscounters.com. It's Cabinet Discounters, proud to serve you for over 40 years. Cabinet have a plan for the day, right? But that usually changes by lunchtime. Then changes again before dinner. It's the same with breaking news. New information just coming in. We're just getting word. Breaking developments from Capitol Hill this morning. Don't miss what's happening in the Washington region. Keep up with the changes. Check back with WTOP for the latest two, three, four times a day. WTOP News. Facts matter. This is WTOP News. 223. A big award for a car that's been through some big changes. The winner of the 2024 Car of the Year is the Toyota Prius. The Prius honored for sharper styling and even better fuel economy. Scott Neheisel is with Toyota. Of course, Toyota started the whole hybridization journey with the Prius more than 25 years ago. Global sales, I mean, f- over 5 million. Kia's EV9 named North American Utility of the Year. Ford Super Duty picking up Truck of the Year. Jeff Gilbert, CBS News, Detroit. Well, it premiered at the Telluride Film Festival and opened in select cities in December. WTOP film critic Jay Jason Fraley tells us the British indie gem All of Us Strangers finally opens here in D.C. theaters. A London screenwriter discovers that the ghosts of his late parents are still living in his childhood home 30 years after their fatal car accident. This is real. Does it feel real? Look at you. You were just a boy. Now you're not. Our boy's back home. Our son. Jamie Bell and Claire Foy play the phantasmic parents, apologizing for making him feel like a stranger when he was a teenager, first realizing he was gay. These coming-of-age wounds affect his adult life as the protagonist, Andrew Scott, strikes up a cathartic relationship with a lonely neighbor, Paul Mescal. Best of all, the director delivers visual symbolism with ominous floor numbers and elevator mirror reflections building to a stunning twist. Jason Fraley, WTOP News. Well, it appears the video game Tetris has finally met its match in 13-year-old Willis Gibson. Last month, the Oklahoma tween became the first player to officially beat the original Nintendo version of the game by breaking it. Wow. <laughs> Technically, Willis made it to what gamers call a kill screen. That's a point where the Tetris code glitches and crashes the game. That is a highly coveted achievement Ooh. in the world of gaming. And it's a very big deal for Tetris, which has long been described as an unbeatable game. Played Tetris as a kid, mm. I think, right? Yeah. Didn't a lot of us? Maybe. <laughs> Not, George I, is shaking his head. I, I hope beat, so. No, I never, no, beat I, never beat it, though. Beat that's Tetris, for sure. No. no. Sports at 25 and 55. George Wallace joins us now. George, countdown on to the last game for the Commanders. That's it, coming up Sunday. So what would you rather do now? Go play Tetris and try to beat Tetris, so you're going to watch this game on Sunday. See, I got your two options now. All right, Commanders and the Cowboys coming up on Sunday, and then lots of changes coming after that. As far as the injuries are concerned, a lot of uh, veterans not at practice today, so you may not see them on Sunday. Jonathan Allen, Kendall Fuller, Curtis Samuel among them, and lots of talk about what's going to happen next. Players thinking about it, coaches thinking about it. How about Eric Bieniemy? Do you think about it? You know what? You live in the moment. The only thing I can worry about and control is today. Uh, right now, I'm here having this press conference with you guys, spending this time and this moment with you. Uh, when we go back inside, obviously we'll we'll have an opportunity to watch today's practice. We'll 